0: I'm Alex and I'm Rob I'm from Novi Sad, Serbia
1: and I'm from New York Alex and I started dating after meeting on a German cruise ship where we were entertainers
0: and now we are in a long distance relationship
1: until we can be together again we decided to start a podcast
0: we may come from different backgrounds but that's exactly what keeps the conversation going for hours
1: we can't wait for you to listen to this episode
0: so sit back and enjoy it
1: because we have a lot to talk about Today's guest describes herself with the quote, I was born for more than just to pay the bills and die. Don't wait for opportunity, create it, end quote. Dreams can become reality. There's a world out there waiting to be seen and people to be met. Today's guest started her journey as a literature major who woke up one day and decided she needed to see New York City after falling in love with Sex and the City. A few years later, Sonia now lives in Los Angeles, continuing her love for travel and photography and working on her next goals. To work for the un and to partner with educational programs that serve underdeveloped countries with the mission to equalize societies across the world today we are speaking with her from novi sad welcome so much uh to sanja
2: hi welcome.
1: um so i guess we'll start today's interview where who are you where are you from
2: so i'm from novi sad in serbia i was born here long time ago (laughs) and um and then I I've lived here I lived in the states for the past nine years um all over it like from New York to Seattle to um Los Angeles and then I also visited visited other um cities so I guess somewhere in the middle um the love for traveling was born um, but I only started doing photography like a few months ago and I'm super excited everybody l- are loving it and I get so many shares from official pages of the cities, and they really like my stuff mm. so yeah so, it's so nice how, when you get a feedback
0: yeah exactly um how did it start it? like what sparked it
2: you know what the- before all this social networking. I used to, I always had a Instagram, Facebook and stuff, but I never really tried. I never really thought of it as a as work um, mm-hmm. or a hobby, but then I saw so many people really saying, yes, you can make money of it. You can live of it. And then I realized I traveled so many places that I could do it too. And I really love it. So Lately, I've been more active on social network and networks and um, posting more. But um, before, I really didn't even know you can just live to travel and do yeah. photography.
1: When you moved to New York, how how were you able to do that? Coming from uh, Novi Sad, like how did that process go? Did you go to study? Like, how is what was your gateway into New York and into the U.S.
2: So I went through the work and travel group mm. agency. Yeah, they take uh, girls and guys, student students to United States um, for like a period of five months or a year, depends. Girl can do also uh, nannies jobs. I don't, mm. I'm not sure mm. if guys can do it yet, um, but they can sign up for that and then stay for a year. And then, then take some classes in the U.S. colleges, and Mm -hmm. then continue from there. Yeah, and then that's how I stayed. It's it was really I was thrown all over the U.S. from New York to Seattle to completely different Mm -hmm. cities, but it was fun, and everybody should do it. You just have to try different stuff to see what works best for you. Mm -hmm. so how many times did you
0: went with the work and travel just once or
2: i went two times and then second time i worked as a nanny and the 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 program is um designed like that to send you to school so you don't just go to take care of the kids and you know um have some excursions and that's it you just you go to also meet like other people of your age, so that's I guess that's why they make you take classes in college because they want you to meet other people your age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took some classes. I think it was English in Seattle Community College, and then I ju- I could just transfer to in U.S. In U.S., it's so easy to transfer from one college to another. You just mm-hmm. take the take the airplane and just move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's like that when I came to the U.S. And I said, I was talking about my move to the US, and somebody said, Well, that was so brave from you. And I said, Well, you guys also move across the country all the time. And they said, Yes, but there's no language barrier. So mm. I, oh, yeah. So then I thought, Oh, yes, we are brave, all of us that mm-hmm. move to another country. Yeah, that is brave. Yeah.
1: Um, Especially speaking the native language, I think. Um, I'm not sure if you found this living in the U.S., but I think a lot of Americans, if they're good people, really appreciate foreigners who can learn the language because we just know culturally, we don't, that's not a value that we hold when we go to another country. So when other people come to our country and they learn our language, it's like, to me personally, I find it so impressive um, because we're just not encouraged to learn other languages, so it's
2: like yeah i thought about that too yeah but that's because maybe english is, is like a number one language in the world so you've kind of kind of spoiled because you already speak that language so other languages are you know spanish i heard is getting um number one now mm-hmm. it's getting on the top of the list yeah i think spanish so everybody are learning spanish now because there's so many speaker native speakers in the world but other than that, maybe you're just not encouraged. We we mm. in we are yeah. People from other non English speaking countries yeah. are encouraged because they know English is number one. You have to know English. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, f- yeah. Few years back, I think the Spanish was like at least number two or something. But makes sense because a lot of countries like South America is all, all Spanish speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From the get go, so it makes sense, and a lot of people in U.S speak uh, spanish as a like a native language uh, florida or whatever
2: yeah i think i learned in school recently maybe like a year or two ago that now it's now it's um spanish is number one because there's so many countries that speak spanish Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah
1: well and that's the funny thing about i feel serbia is ahead of the curve because i feel like if you're a younger person and you know a language other than serbian it's either spanish or english you know while other countries i don't think spanish is really on their radar like if you go to the netherlands you're not really going to find somebody who speaks fluent spanish but you will find someone who speaks fluent english versus in serbia you might find somebody who actually speaks fluent spanish because you guys like have so many telenovelas and you know it's on tv it's in the in that's the music true. you know
2: that's how i learned uh, honestly <laughs> spanish and then i then i started the, the hospitality industry and then i improved it but that's true and then when they you know some people really don't like tvs and they don't give kids watch tv i'm not i don't support that because i tell them i learned my english and my spanish from tv i think in reasonable time uh, watching tv is is good for them um but yeah spanish is actually not i think it's not a uh, language you can choose here to learn uh in schools they teach russian german and french i think so you can choose between those Mm -hmm. but i think it's i think the schools and the education system um decides about that because of the um I guess, economy and politics. You know, Mm -hmm. like you said, in Netherlands, you're not going to speak Spanish. You you don't really need it. So you're not going to learn it. So I think that's how. And that's good. So you can choose where to live and what languages you want to learn.
0: Yeah. But I think that uh, Rob is right. Like for, let's say for Novi Sad, you you can meet a lot of, let's say, girls. Doesn't have to be necessarily a guy, but like girls who like Spain, uh, uh, like what it is as a, like uh, dancing whatever and then they mm. go to, to learn Spanish like as an extra language I heard a lot of when I speak to s- s- some uh, random girl you know like oh Spain which is it, it is a beautiful country just saying <laughs> like and they're they're like into that and they learn language just as an extra thing which is kind of yeah
2: I think every country decides about that of the choices that they have uh, on the political basis I guess economy or mm-hmm. stuff like that
1: so, when you move to New York and even Los Angeles, I'm sure you know we're talking about language. They're both out of most country or most countries most cities in the u s uh New York and Los Angeles have a very um uh, multicultural multilingual element to their city. Did you find that? either helpful or did you even like come across like the multiple languages when you were in New York or LA while you were living there?
2: So for me, I, I even wrote about this in one of my posts. Um, for me, this was easy because in Novi Sad, as Alex probably knows, we have five official different five official languages that yeah. People of those speaking languages can find documents. They can find translators, official, like, um, uh, they can even find the streets written in their yeah, language. TV, shows, a- TV news. Exactly. News, everything. So we kind of, uh, at least North, North of Serbia. Yeah, Vojvodina, the, Vojvodina, yeah. Yes, You can say, we we kind of a- where he- <laughs> yeah, Vojvodina, we work like that. We all respect each other. And I, I even have, uh, My best, one of my best friends lives in Chicago now and he's Hungarian and we're really close. We even were close in high school. So we all live together. We work together. We go to, it's kind of a normal. So so moving to New York for me wasn't that like a culture shock because it's all, I have lived through it and I loved it. I think it's good for Growing up to see and learn and hear different languages.
0: Yeah, I was explaining to Rob, for example, in Vojvodina, it's normal uh, as a kid, like playing hide and seek, to to learn, uh, like let's say Hungarian, because you're living in the place where you have friends who are Hungarians, or like uh, the 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 small villages, like half Hungarians, half Serbians, let's say, and you learn it like one more language as a kid, because you're playing with those kids. That's like a normal exactly.
2: Thing. And if you, if you, Alex, went all the way to north, like in around Subotica's silver oh, yeah. cities, they're like, um, the complete village is written on their language. It doesn't even have Serbian. I guess they decide that on, on the basis of how many people, what nation live there. So mm-hmm. over there, there's completely Hungarian villages. And that's beautiful for me because you go there and 90% Hungarians, you just have to speak their language, you know, it's, it's their kind of a little hood. So I like that. And I love New York because of it. I really do. Mm-hmm.
1: So for you, what did you find was the biggest difference between living in New York, um, the East Coast of the United States, and then living in Seattle, LA West Coast?
2: So Seattle was a long time ago, I must say it was <laughs> 2012, nine years ago. And like I said, I usually I went to school, I worked nine to five nanning, and then I went to listen to those classes. So in Seattle was good because you know, Seattle people they know how to enjoy life um, during the year, because during the year they have a rainy season, they have a like a spring summer. Dry season, and during those times, they have all these music festivals. They have exhibitions. They hang out. They, so you know, the host they, dad told me like we know when summer season comes up, it's time to live because <laughs> in November the rain is gonna come and you're not gonna go out until like April. Yeah. There's nothing to do because it's so rainy. So my, when May, April, May comes, we'll start. We start to live. So you know they really know how to to organize their time and their their, their just their life. And then New York was crazy. In New York, you can go to the show every day or to the movie or some something to do this every day, but then you don't have time because you you work so much. at least I did. And then, after like I think six years of that, I said, oh my god, I, I don't even know my own city like. People come and tell me, oh, did you go? I was like, oh, my God, no, I was working. So then I stopped. I didn't work for a while. And then I traveled to West Coast because I really wanted to visit it for a long time. So I went from like San Francisco down to San Diego. And I really loved it. And then I decided to move there. And now living in L.A., it's much more better for me because I don't have that hate for New York anymore. I <laughs> Yeah, I don't hate it because I can now visit it and just enjoy it and just be a tourist, you know, mm-hmm. and in L.A., um, I can walk, go to the beach, I can take a hike, go to the mountains, I can do whatever I want. And now since it's that kind of a time that you, well, it was that you didn't have a job or you couldn't really travel, I just stayed in L.A. at my friend's house and just relax. Mm -hmm. And then I could jump to New York whenever I want because I lived there for so long. I could call my friends and we would get together in for a coffee or something in some apartments and just be a tourist and then sit. So now I think it's the best time of my (laughs) life so far.
1: Oh, that's so great. Yeah, Yeah, I I always think taking time away from a place really gives you a different perspective on what it gave you in your life.
2: The, what that exactly in your life. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, you just have to step away
1: yeah so that being said now you're back in Novi Sad after having years of travel under you and you've started photography so i'd love to yeah. hear about this new phase of like learning photography and advice you could give to people who are also just starting out as well as what you found new in your in your own home city
2: yeah. yeah, so when I came back, when I came now, because of all this situation to Novi and just decided to stay for two months here. In first, I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and then oh, that's the thing about, you know, I I follow some people on Instagram and one of them is a travel blogger. And she said, when in this time when you cannot travel, just be a tourist in your own city, there's oh, yeah. every city, yeah. Every city is there's so many places that it, they're just really beautiful, but you don't see it because you pass by it every day, or or you just for you just don't see its beauty anymore. So I started just walking around, taking some pictures first randomly, without even realizing the, you know, the importance of uh, um, of an angle, of the light, of all the mm-hmm. components of a good photography. And then I started retouching those photos at home. And since I saw them, like I I would, when I want, when I hunt for some location, I see pictures online. And then when i would compare it to mine i was like this is not it this is not what i wanted (laughs) (laughs) so you go back to that location and you stop start all over you take you try to take that angle try to go to the certain time of the day try to to uh, catch the sun or avoid it or there's so many things and then i usually go alone because i can't explain what angle do i want how I want it, how I want want myself in in the picture to other people. So usually I go alone and just take my pictures myself. And Mm -hmm. then even if I'm alone, if I want myself in it, I would take my tripod with me and just, yeah. Usually all photos are mine, except (laughs) when I'm taking my sister with me sometimes uh, when she's available. But even then, we usually end up like, I know this is, you know, so I don't want to blame her for everything. And then I just don't take her. I take my my tripod and take pictures myself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Before we get back to the episode, we have something important to share with you.
1: As you all know by now, This podcast was started as a way for Alex and I to connect while we are apart.
0: Little did we know how much the podcast would grow into something new.
1: In order to increase the quality of our content, it takes a great deal of time, attention, and hard work.
0: That's where you come in.
1: If you want to support us, we have set up a way for you to do just that.
0: Go to anchor.fm/slash. We have a lot to talk about and click on support.
1: You will then have the option to contribute however much you would like to in order to support us and this podcast.
0: We already have a few supporters and are so thankful for your contribution.
1: Now, let's get back to the episode.
0: Did you take pictures at all, like uh, back in US? Like before?
2: In U.S., no. See, that's the thing. I lived in New York for like five, six years, and I never went to Times Square to take a picture of it. Yes. Like I know, it's, <laughs> right? I yes. think every New Yorker says the same, but that's really true. You don't want to go to Times Square; it's so crowded, <laughs> and there's always something happening. There's, there's police. I mean, police is there to protect protect us, but also it's. You know, you. I. i not never know what's gonna happen if some something. And then you have those. Um, how do you call those um, that wear costumes and they? Oh if yeah. If you take a picture with them, yeah. they ask yeah, money. Yeah. You know. And because. Cowboys.
0: <laughs> exactly. Things like that. Yeah. And they
2: all <laughs> approach you and they say, "Oh, let's take a picture." And I guess because you know, they think that everybody are tourists in Times Square. They just approach you and. And then you have to say no, and then they say, "Oh, come on, come on, just one picture." It's just annoying. So, like, yeah. So I just don't go to touristy places, and that's what I said. You don't go to touristy places in your own city, and then you don't even have a picture of it. Like when somebody said, "Oh, well, show me New York. Mm-hmm. You live in New York." I said, "I don't really have pictures from those places." So yeah, no, I never, I never did photography in the U.S never mm. interesting That's so okay. you
0: yeah why you started your um instagram page like yeah photography but for instagram like did that uh, come after you realized that you love photography so you started like posting more of a like a uh, travel blogging thing or
2: yeah so um right now i'm i'm I posted some photos from the U.S. just because I live there. And I really think I did some amazing stuff in the U.S. People can see I rode and drive an airplane. I took a helicopter ride. I really did those things. And I want to say to people that these things are really uh, affordable. They're not really they don't cost you a kidney as we say in Serbia (laughs) you know you can afford it you can really travel and do some interesting things without giving so much money away so first I wanted to to do that and then I now I'm focused on Serbia because I cannot travel but even in the future when I will travel more I hope um, I will try to to send the message to people to travel but Mm-hmm. They don't have to give all their money on tra- like even I I was supposed to go to Maldives in May, but I didn't Ooh. at the end. Yeah. So usually when people say Maldives, they think oh, it's going to cost me five thousand dollars, but it's not. The whole trip would be like a thousand euros. So that's like a mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah. And it was all included. So but of course, it was a cheaper option of those luxury hotels but that doesn't Obviously, matter yeah. for me yeah for me it's important to to go and see and then someday maybe in 10 20 years you will go to the luxury hotel but try to just explore now for whatever budget you yeah. have
0: and if, if i mean if anything uh for the most tourist is, uh, places like countries that are really like um tourist driven the the even the lower price things are way above what was like 30 years ago so it's yeah, not bad. so exactly uh, people like go for um not go but they when you say like bora bora maldives whatever mm-hmm. they always think like super expensive places but doesn't have to be um, doesn't have to added. be um that's yeah. the
2: thing that's the thing it doesn't have to be you just have to find a cheaper option and settle for something that it's not luxury for that for for sure it's not going to be luxury but it doesn't matter because you want to travel you want to go explore see see places meet new people so but yeah yeah, i didn't go eventually because of some um health problems of my uh of my friend's mom that was supposed Mm. to go with me so we just didn't go Mm. but uh hopefully we will go
1: it's funny i i find that a lot of people who love travel have realized during this pandemic that There is a sense of adventure that you can find in your own backyard. You just have to be creative enough to find it and make it uh, an adventure within your means. So if money is what holds you back, then you figure out how to have a good time without money being a problem. Or if money isn't an issue, you find and you find that it's yourself that holds yourself back. Then you work on challenging yourself to make that adventure happen. You know, there's a way around everything
2: Mm -hmm. yes exactly and yeah it doesn't have to be so far if you don't have the money yet it doesn't have to be Maldives you can just go to like I'm planning a trip to Montenegro next Mm -hmm. but I'm planning a trip that is going to show the best places they're not so touristy but they're really really pretty Mm -hmm. so again if you're from Serbia and, you know, all this stuff happening, you don't have a lot of money. You can even go to Montenegro and find beautiful places. You can rent um, a cheap accommodation somewhere and just try go by car to those places or you can stay there. I'm going to do because my sister has a house there. I'm just going to rent a car and I'm just going to drive around. So I'm not going to pay mm-hmm. for so yeah, like you said, there's a way to to make it work if you really really want it. I think you that's necessary. You have to really really want it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And if you're already there, you can go like hopefully you can cross and I don't know what's going to happen with the border situation with mm-hmm. Greece, but you can go to Dubrovnik, for example. It's like very, yeah, it's near. It's
2: very. So, yeah. it's very near, yeah. 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 And since is Dubrovnik very expensive in hotels and Nights, you don't have to sleep there. You you can exactly yeah
1: yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a there's a way around all that. I I find so I moved to Brooklyn on March 14th, 2020, and New York City shut down that following Monday. So since I had lived in I had never lived in Brooklyn before. I had always lived in a different part of Manhattan that. Which, if anyone who's ever lived in New York, it's a very big city, so there's parts of the city that you may never even have ever explored. For me, yeah. Brooklyn was one of those. So <laughs> the first few months, it's like, oh, no, I'm stuck here. And then all of a sudden, you start realizing, oh, you know, there's a park nearby, or there's a cemetery. I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, uh, like a, a store down the street that's really unique. It's a unique vintage shop that's something I can do one of these yeah. days. You know, you find ways to excite yourself in your own backyard um, and yeah. you, you realize that like, you know, you didn't even know what you had until
2: until you until you don't have Exactly, it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Brooklyn is beautiful. I found I, I find every day so many amazing photos from Brooklyn uh, brownstones mm-hmm. uh, bu- uh, buildings that are just like one next to each other and I think probably Williamsburg or that Greenpoint something like that but then there's deeper in Brooklyn also beautiful beautiful houses and streets that they are so amazing the whole Brooklyn is just so diverse right yeah that's the beginning of Brooklyn and then if you go down to the beach there's different kind of beauty so yeah Mm -hmm. definitely you have to find beauty in every street
1: yeah
2: (laughs) that's the thing about photography you have to find the beauty it's not about just taking the photo it's easy to take a photo of something beautiful but you have to take a photo and then make it beautiful so people can see yeah yes it is beautiful it's ordinary it's just maybe a brownstone but it's beautiful so something like that Yes.
1: yeah well, so that kind of leads me to my next question, which is now that you're in Novi Sad, what is an example of a street for you that you hadn't really thought about that you think is the most beautiful or the most photographic place?
2: Novi Sad changed so much since I grew up here, since I left, because they changed the facade. Like you said, Alex, they changed the facade mm-hmm. facade of so many buildings. And now it's just so vibrant and and it's beautiful but uh for me the most beautiful street is dunavska street which is the the first one walking just walking street um no traffic and at the end there's a a library which is Mm -hmm. painted in pink it's so beautiful and that library is like so old and you know every every time i think of it i think i think of new york public library which is also my other favorite place on earth and I just loved it. but the other thing that I really love is that they posted on every building so like you're walking and you don't know anything about it or what, when is it from. So you can just uh, they posted like um, uh, like the di- digital like in the restaurants digital menu you know when you have a mm-hmm. scanner. Oh so they yeah, posted the QR them- code. Yes, QR code on um, almost every build. I will not say every building. We should check that, but almost every building that has um, like a value of of um, Serbian people or just this part of Serbia, it has a QR code, so you can scan it and just read about it. Mm-hmm. So that's really fun. Yeah, you you have to find the code next to the number, and mm-hmm. it, it tells you all about the building. So yeah, that's that was my really big discovery and i love it and now i can walk alone and just scan it and read about it and then write about it you don't have to ask people you don't have to google yeah so that that's amazing thing they did Mm. That should be in every every city actually oh yeah that's a really good idea
0: i wanted to also ask you um uh besides montenegro what are your plans for the for the future trips um
2: So definitely next year I'm going to have more time and um, I'm going to start, I think my journey, my travels in um, maybe February or something. And then I'm going to travel a little bit more here because in July I'm leaving to the U S so I'm going to be there for a few months. And then when I come back, I want to explore more of this area, but over there I'm planning a trip to, hawaii mm. like that's that's something Ooh, yes
0: fancy yeah <laughs> great so
2: i also will write about how to travel for cheap not to ex- mm-hmm. not to over at some crazy hotels not that i i like i'm diminishing them they're of course crazy and they're like the top of the tops but you know if you're like me going to school and try to work or work you don't really have money to spend on mm-hmm. some crazy ho- but you can still go you can still go i think mm-hmm. so yeah i will definitely write about that too
1: yeah oh my gosh well thank you so much for being on the show today um we'll be including your instagram handle in our show notes so people know to follow you to follow your amazing photography but also um you have a blog as well um, yeah
2: so so i'm I'm rearranging my blog actually I have to do it differently because I started as Serbia and then everything and but I think I'm gonna write about each city differently mm-hmm. because yeah, I have so many photos and they're different, every city is different so I'm rearranging it but yeah, definitely follow me on my blog
1: Awesome, so everyone (laughs) knows to check out the show notes to find that and thank you so much for taking the time out
2: Thank you for inviting me
0: Thank you for the interview, great Thanks for listening. As a reminder, we have new episode coming out every Monday. If you like what we have to talk about, make sure you subscribe, like, rate and review us as well as give us a follow on Instagram at we have a lot to talk about podcast. We really appreciate it. Until next time. Da-da!